Okay, well, uh, this is the first episode of the Bachelor Post Game Show. I'm Jared Freed. Uh, if you listen to the podcast already, you know that I love The Bachelor. If you've been following my live tweets and you don't listen to my podcast, uh, welcome to this show. I, I do podcasting with the J Train podcast and the U Up podcast, and this will be kind of a bonus thing we do throughout the season. But I gotta say, I'm a fan of Ari. I love Ari. Um, before we got started, I you know the first episode was good. What I like about Ari, there's a lot of people that wanted Peter from last season, and I get it. You wanted Peter, but Peter wasn't going to come on the show and just be there to like find a chick. Peter was going to go to extend his new fitness empire and find an Asian chick. Rumor, rumor. So I I don't I think what they did with Ari and why it was a smart move is they went to a time now forgotten, a bachelor period where the contestants came on because they were reality show idiots. They weren't entrepreneurial in the way that a bachelor contestant is now where they're like, oh, I'm going to get on the show, I'm going to get my Instagram following up, and then I'm going to promote whatever shit that I need to do. A chiropractor won last time. Those guys are the biggest salesmen on earth. They have to sell witchcraft. So... Anyone that was on pre-Instagram is a great contestant because they're just a different type of idiot. Um, And Ari is that idiot. He has nothing to say. He does seemingly want to meet someone. He has a career that he believes in. He's got a family. He's got a whole thing. So I think what we're finding is um, the people who make The Bachelor kind of saw that, you know, Nick and Rachel were, you know, and or Nick and the contestants on Rachel's season were really there for their own reasons, not having to do with uh, not enough having to do with finding a girl or a guy. And and uh, so I, I think this is why I like Ari uh, just from these first couple episodes. And you can kind of tell the way he's just played it. He hasn't done the get her out of here early move, which we started to see. He's not producing. So we start the episode with Becca getting the alone day. Becca's hot. She's a tall, dark haired, look like Olivia Munn. Um, I, my, my favorite is when Becca gets the, the alone date. She, you know, she acts like she just won her Golden Globe. And then she goes with Ari on the back of the motorcycle. If, if I was Artie, or Ari, Ari, fucking he spells it like an idiot. If I was Ari... The the move when you get her with the motorcycle is to have her get on the front, then you got your hand around her waist. This is why this is what I would have done. I would have made her freak out like you're driving, get on the front, and then I would have gotten behind her like an idiot. But you know, Ari has no personality, so he gets on the bike. She puts him on the bike. It's one of my. I have a lot of favorites. This episode. This is one of my favorites. Is when they have this like hero shot. Where Ari's driving the motorcycle down the mountain. He's got the leather jacket on. They got the music, and they're doing the, you know, the shots from the, from the, you know, the the drone shot. And you know, they make him look like a hero when he's actually a real estate salesman. You know, you have that moment where it's like, this is ridiculous. He's just some dude who can drive a motorcycle with 700 cameras on him. It's it's just so funny. Uh, he brings her on the date, and there we see Rachel Zoe. Um, is it 2010? Rachel Zoe, where? What crypt did she come out of to do this episode? I love this. I love this is why I love The Bachelor. It's so popular that people just come on to get. To, to pick up followers from the Instagram farm. 
They came to harvest, and Rachel Zoe is there. Her name's on everything. It's just so funny that I haven't heard this woman's name in years. I'm sure she's doing well, but I mean, this is like she, you know, she's now the new Neil Lane at this point. Neil Lane also shows up on this episode, giving her, you know, golden, you know, and then he brings diamond shoes and earrings. And Ari is like the best. Is they're sitting on a couch at one point, and Ari goes, "You know, I just wanted a chill date. Oh, is this a chill date? You just ruined Netflix and chill." You gave her diamond uh, Louis Vuittons, earrings, and a Rachel Zoe fashion day. That's not chill. Also, stop talking like you bought this shit for her. You didn't buy one of these things. Oh, I just wanted to give you a a nice – I felt like a shopping day was good for you. No, you felt like using ABC's money was good for her. There was also a moment – and then they get to the dinner. The dinner's fun because Ari does a classic guy move. What girls don't understand is, guys, we know what we're doing. We know what we're doing. We, if you say things in certain ways, girls melt. And he does it with the you made my heart smile a little bit. That means his penis moved. Okay, you made my heart smile a little bit. Talking about your heart in a way that your heart has emotions, girls fucking eat that shit up. And Ari knows how he's playing it. She also brings up that she was in a <laughs> the other couple of fun things from Becca Becca K brings up her seven year relationship that doesn't seven year relationships don't end okay seven year relationships are like the sniffles they just last a few weeks afterwards it it is they've they've broken up seven times and this guy is still watching her Instagram story. Seven-year relationships don't just go away. This guy's still around. She still talked to him a week before she went on. She said I, she had a tearful phone call with him. She was like, I just, I, just need, I just need to do this for me. And he was like, listen, babe, I need you. If you come back, we should talk this out. Yeah, he's, she's got some loser boyfriend back home. The other fun thing is when they get to know each other, but they've never actually gotten to know each other at all. He mentions family. He's like, yeah, I love my family. He goes, I'm just getting back in touch with my family. And she's like, oh, that's enough. And then the next scene is her going, he loves his family. Like, we're, like they, all he had to do was say the word family. And she was like, oh, I'm in. I get it. I get it. No, no, no more. I don't want to hear anything else. Don't make it. Don't make it weird. All the, it's such a female thing. They just don't want to hear the reality. They just want to play in the, my heart, my heart smiled for you when you came out of the limo instead of, yeah, my parents kind of get along and we moved around a bunch. My dad was an indie car driver and he probably slept with a bunch of chicks. doesn't bring that up. No, she just wants to hear, I like my family. Done, done, done. Don't talk anymore. Now we go uh, to Crystal. Crystal's going to have an alone date, and he's taking her to Scottsdale, taking her home. He's going to see his family. Scottsdale, uh, if you've never been, it's it's like um, Scottsdale, Tampa Bay. Um, all these like warm weather, weird cities are just where like divorced men go to pray. Um, so I, I, it's kind of like, it makes sense that his dad, you know, all these cities where there's no taxes, no income taxes is kind of where these weird dudes just go to like hang and hang out at like a Houston's bar or like a big, you know, like a, like a Del Frisco's bar on a Wednesday and pick up an older woman. Just, I, Scott still just has a weird vibe to me. He brings her home to the family. Oh, first of all, he shows her the pizza, uh, pizza hut he worked at, which we believe for about half a second. And then the trees he kissed under and then his high school and this is all bullshit. And his house, his house, 
I wish when they went to his house, they would have opened the fridge just to show us what's inside. His house looked like he had spent about seven hours in it. Because um, I wish he had just opened the fridge, just been like, yeah, and then there was just like one yogurt and like six Bud Lights. Just a sad single guy fridge. <laughs> then they go to his parents' house. And this is where it gets weird. Um, the 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 parents' house, he introduces her to the dad and the brother, and then the mom looks exactly like Crystal. Like it looks like back to the future when they go to the future and the mom sees herself. That's how eerie it was. And it's like you you want this moment where they're standing next to each other and Ari just looks at them both and is like, Oh, this is a bad idea. He should that's when he should have sent her home. Just been like, Oh, Kelsey, um, can I talk to you outside? Yeah. Um I was getting a boner and then I saw my mom and I was like like, um, maybe you should go. <laughs> but he doesn't do that. He double downs. He says, Oh, Come on, Crystal, let's go for dinner. They go for dinner and they, you know, they have a dinner. Oh, this is when Crystal gives her, um, uh, Crystal gives her backstory. Uh, Crystal's past uh, is one that will keep her on the show for three more weeks and get her kicked off at a later date. That is not a story a guy you just met signs up for. It's it, This was typical too much too soon. She's going to the family, never had a never had a mom, never had a dad, you know, she never had a comforter. My mom and I were watching together. My mom just goes my mom just yells out, "She had no comforter." So that was a fun moment. I I I just Crystal's brother who she's tried to help, who very obviously has a drug problem. They're just glazing over this very real thing that he has. People don't choose to be homeless unless they're on drugs. I mean, he's she went to try and find him, and she's like, and he looks so horrible. Yeah, he's on meth, Crystal. Crystal meth. He's not talking about he's that's not a pet name for you, Crystal. That's the drug he loves. Get get him to a fucking counselor. So then they go and they dance. Uh, you know, she cleans up her tears. Ari also reacts to the Crystal's, you know, tear-felt family history. Like, she just she's just said she stubbed her toe. Like, he, he didn't even, like, react. He just looked like, he looked like he was in a Madame Tussauds exhibit, the way he reacted to her whole story. Then they go to, this is my other favorite part of The Bachelor. They go to, um, they, they walk into a room, and this guy is playing his this this musician who we're supposed to know, Connor, some bullshit. And then what they do is they have the Bachelor in in a tape segment talk about him as if he is Garth Brooks, like as if we would all know, as if it's Cher, you know. Oh, Connor McGooglebutt is playing, and what a moment for us. And it's like, no, 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 no. Connor McGooglebutt isn't anybody. He had this, He was rep by CAA, and this show was made by CAA, and you're rep by CAA, and they all got on together to everyone make money. That's why Connor McGooglebutt is on the fucking show. And, and to the people at home, what I'm talking about with CAA, that's the agency. The agency that reps the TV show, that reps the writers, reps the production company, reps ABC, that reps the musician, they all team up and everyone gets quadruple paid. That's why Conor McGooglebutt is on the fucking show. And we're all sitting there going, who's this idiot? No, we're the idiots. The only smart one is the agent that's making quadruple the money he would have made. 
Now we go back to the house. There's going to be a group date. Um, the group date is uh, all 70 women are going to be on this group date. Um, <laughs> there are so many women on this date. And, and then they say at a later time that they weren't all, not everyone went on a date. How did that happen? They had a bus. There was a bus full of women. They all went on this date. And it was like, I, I just, <laughs> so then Annalise, Annalise, who we've heard a little bit from, but Annalise does not, had, has a troubled past with bumper cars. At least if, if Annalise was like, listen, I was in a car accident, I'd have some, a little bit of like empathy for her. But she was claiming that she has a troubled past with bumper cars and then starts to cry. Here's a tip from a guy, okay? If you're going to cry on any type of date, we then take that cry and level it. We say, how big a deal is this? And then we say, okay, what will happen with a bigger deal? And we extrapolate to other dates in our relationship. So crying about bumper car background isn't exactly a good play for a long-term relationship. We're going to go – what, are you going to go to a restaurant and it's going to be too cold and you're going to fucking, you know, shit your pants? So they have this whole bumper car thing. I mean, who cares? CN wins. Uh, CN, I don't even know if she moved on. They had this weird – you know – Whatever. And then we go to this like other group date. Chelsea, crazy Chelsea with the kid, um, steals him right away. That's her move now. Um, takes him right away. And, you know, he, she's got a, I guess I get it. She's got a kid. You know, she doesn't want to lose another dad. Um, brings her upstairs and she goes, she goes, I, I have another man in my life. Another man in my life. You better fucking say a kid. If you say dog, I will. I, I I can't. I would. I would cut you right from the show right there. I have another man in my life. His name's Bobo, and he's a three-year-old poodle. Shut the fuck up, okay? Another man in my life. <laughs> she brings up the kid. Ari again reacts with the empathy with with with, with re- facial reaction. Re- you know, is is resembling of a, a of her missing a sale at Bloomies. Um, and <laughs> so then we move on with the date. Bibiana, this is where Bibiana is really making her, her, her entrance onto the show. She starts to really complain about never getting enough time, never getting enough time, never, never, never. And it's like, Bibiana, you're on the show. This is how it goes. Get the fuck up and go talk to the guy. I don't have, I don't have, um, I really don't feel bad for the girl who complains about what the show is. And I get, you know, not having enough time, but like the way she would talk about him, it was in, it was in a way, we'll, we'll move on. But then we have, oh, he has another moment with Becca. Every moment with Ari and Becca is weird. It's very weird. Becca looks like the girl from Stranger Things. Um, No one, I mean, every time he talks to her, it looks like a teacher at like study hours with a student. It's it's just bizarre. Um, we go to the cocktail hour. Um, Ari's kissing is a thing that even the producers are like highlighting. Anytime Ari kisses, now watch they play like this porn music. If I have to, I, I'm sick of hearing about Ari's good kisses. I need to see a woman literally climax on the show after a kiss for me to care about it. I'm sick of it. It can't be that good. It can't be. So then they Bibiana is still complaining, complaining she doesn't get she doesn't get doesn't get the you know whatever she doesn't get the she, she's not getting the time and I, again I don't feel for her yeah Kelsey tries to steal him away from her but who cares who I mean I mean that's the show that's what you came for Bibiana you're this sassy Latina woman get the fuck up there and Selena the fuck out of him and tell her to get the fuck out of your face 
it's just in it's just wild uh that and I, and then she gives this whole speech to Kelsey and uh, you know does the la da 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 which is like the latin ver the 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 la 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 is the latin version of the black girl clap thing in between words um so she gives her like a lot of attitude her head almost comes off her neck and then we get to the rose ceremony and that's our episode um to me good episode had its moments had some drama i do think this is going to be a good season i think it's starting slower than others because again i'm going to come back to my original point which is they are dealing with a guy who's not who's an old reality star as crazy as that sounds so you're getting kind of an older look this is an older version of a reality show the 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 person that comes on and goes you know Kelsey's really playing it up i mean there's moments where you're like okay the producer made you butt in after 700 times of, after you have the rose like you didn't have to do that and she's Kelsey's kind of playing it up but it doesn't feel like anyone's there like with the crazy motive of getting um you know, getting the following as much in, as in the past few years. And I think what we're seeing is the ones that are crazy are moderately crazy enough to make it far. Um, and I think that's what we're seeing. The, 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 the major key players are still around. We're not losing people like on the first two episodes because they're wild, which we have seen in the last few years. The last few years we've had like these women that get too drunk or go too crazy and they become instant stars, but they're like a match. They go away right away. I think we're going to have some key players last a long time, which is what you need for a good season. So I'm kind of excited. My top three right now um, – Oh, also, let's mention Caroline. Caroline, we've literally heard four words from, and she's still on the show. She is the most gorgeous girl on the fucking show. I would, she's around because of how hot she is. I, someone tweeted at me, she was a Miss Massachusetts. She is fucking unbelievable looking, and that's why she's still there. But my top three, Becca Kay, uh, Kelsey, and Becca. I, I got to go with that. He seems to he, – he really seems into Becca, as weird as that is. Becca K had the good date, and Kelsey had a good date. Um, I'd, put, I'd put one of the Lauren, Lauren S., I think, in there, I, but we just didn't hear from them. Uh, my MVP, Caroline. That dress she wore for the rose ceremony with the slit down, it, if it got shown for half a second longer, I would have came. LVP, the least valuable player, Bibiana. I, I just don't you, – you can't complain about the game. That's the reality you live in, okay? People get to butt in. So do you. Play it, bitch. Um, that's our Bachelor Post Game Show. Um, I hope you enjoy. We're going to – I think I'm going to make this a weekly thing. We're going to make it weekly. Um, I live tweet every, every episode, JTrain56. But um, I'm going to put this up probably for free. The first, This will be free. Um, and then we're going to make you sign up for my Patreon after that if you like it. So let me know what you think. Send me a DM or a tweet, jtrain56, at Jared Fried on Instagram, Jared Fried on Facebook. And uh, we'll see you next episode. Boom.